Welcome back, everybody, to the Live Loving Podcast. Um, if you're new here, I'm Allison, and this podcast exists because I want to encourage people to really be living out the Christian life, which actually, I'm going to be putting out a podcast episode about why I named this Alive and Living and what I think Alive and Living means. So stay tuned for that in a couple of weeks closer to August. But today is kind of a special episode. Not that special, but this is pre-recorded. I mean, they all are pre-recorded. And I'm just gonna put it so that it posts while I'm gone. Because I'm... By the time you hear this, I will be at camp. Out in the woods, sleeping in a cabin, which I haven't done ever before. It's crazy. You would think I would have done that by now. But I actually have not. So, today's episode is gonna be kind of a part two of last week's episode, which... We talked about the importance of the Bible, and I talked about why the Bible is important, what we should do with it, and how to read it. And I promised you guys that I would do an episode about a method of reading the Bible. So this is that podcast. So I'm going to be talking mostly about the SOAP method. If you've heard about that, I still encourage you to stick around because I actually changed it a little bit because the people who made this method, I mean, it's great, but I think they forgot something at the end, so I added it. I'll be talking about what SOAP stands for. That's S-O-A-P. And then I'm going to do an example, and then we're going to be talking about Bible commentaries. So stick around. So the SOAP method is S-O-A-P, but then I decided to call it the SOAPED method. So it's S-O-A-P-D. The SOAP method, without the D at the end, (laughs) was the first Bible reading method that I learned back in, way back in sixth grade at the first church camp I ever been to. So the Bible was pretty hard for me to read back then because I was newer in my faith. You know, I didn't really get serious until the year after or something. So that's when I really learned how to read the Bible instead of just opening up a random passage and reading it and then not knowing what else to do. I'm going to be talking about it and then the D soaped at the end is what I added in and I'll just go through it and then I'll do an example. So let's start. So this isn't part of the method, but before you start this way of reading the Bible, I suggest that you really pray that God would reveal to you what he wants you to learn because you can read a passage, but if you really want to get something out of it, you should ask the Holy Spirit to really be with you and to reveal something to you. He might not always reveal something to you, but I always like to pray before I start reading the Bible. So S stands for scripture. So Pick a scripture to read, a passage that can be a few verses, a chapter I talked about in the last episode that I would recommend the Gospels, one of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. You can start with one of the, you can start from Genesis and go to Revelation, so start with Genesis, do like a chapter or one of Paul's letters like Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Romans, and just pick a few verses or you can do this with a whole chapter. I know this works very well, this method, with just a few verses, but you can really do it with more than a few verses. You can do it with a a chapter. So yeah, pick a scripture to read. And then O stands for observation. So first, before you observe, you need to read the passage. I'd recommend to read it once pretty slowly. Don't skim through it because I know sometimes I skim through it too and then you don't really get anything out of it. So read it once and then 
read it. I would read it maybe twice and just read it slowly. And in a notebook, I would write this down. I know when I read the Bible, I like to have a notebook just to write things down so it doesn't just pop out of my head because I know if you write things down, you actually remember them. So in a notebook, just write down what sticks out to you. This can be, again, I'm going to do an example of this later, but this can be just a word that sticks out to you. Anything that's interesting, just anything that sticks out to you, write it down. So then A stands for application. So this is all about taking what sticks out to you and what was or what was interesting in that passage and just think about your life and think about how it applies to your life. So think, how can you use what you learned if it is a passage that teaches you something? How can you use it in your daily life? Then P stands for pray. So ask God to help you use what you learned in his word in your life. Pray to him just to ask that he would give you opportunities during your day to practice what you learned and all that. And then this part I added, that's why it's called soaped. So D is, it stands for do it. So I know, shouldn't it be soaped with the I at the end? Soapty? I don't know. But it's just soaped. S-O-A-P-D. So the D stands for do it. Just go throughout your day and try to think about what you read. Because I know often we can read the Bible and be like, oh, this was such a good thing that I learned. But then you go through the rest of the day and you're like, then you lay in bed at night and you're like, wow. I just, you know, I forgot what I read in the morning. And then what's the purpose, purpose of that? We want to remember what we read and actually take it and use it in our life. Because as I talked about in the last episode, I'm going to reread this verse. In James 1 verse 22, it says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. So James is really calling us here to not just, you know, don't just read the word, but also do what it says. So yeah, do it. Try to put what you learned into action. So I know that's soaped. And I know it might sound simple, but... Even I use this to some extent. So before, when I was starting out with this, I actually did write it down in a notebook. I wrote S, wrote my scripture, wrote O, put the observation, wrote A, put the application, and did P and wrote a little prayer. I'm going to actually be doing this for you guys just so you can see how it's done. And I I don't really do this anymore. I don't usually write it down, but I do go through it in my head. And I write down my observation and then... I usually write down the application too along with the notes of the passage. So it might I know it might sound simple and like, oh, this is such a middle school thing or whatever, but I think it's actually a really good method. So yeah, these are some really good steps for going through the passes a patch up a passage of scripture so you don't just read something and then forget about it and just read it but don't actually apply it to your life. So now I'm gonna do a soaped example for you guys so you can see how this really works and this could be like a mini bible study too s for scripture i'm doing matthew 5 14 through 16 so it says you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket 
Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. So that was the passage of scripture that I chose. And then for O, for observation, what really stood out to me was, I'm not sure what verse this is. I probably should have looked. I just wrote the verse down in my notes. But what really stood out to me was the part that says, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. So this really stands out to me because when I read that, I thought that is so true. That is so right that no one hides a light. You don't turn on the light only to hide it. You you turn on a light because you need the light. You know, no one hides light because people need that light. You're not going to turn on your lights unless you need to see something. You're not going to, you know. So then for A, for application, um, I wrote down that we are called to be, quote-unquote, lights in this world. And we often hide that light. Like, even as Christians, we often hide it. And the question I want to ask is, why do we hide it if other people need this light? Because no one, like this verse said, no one lights a lamp, then places it under a basket if you need that light. And also, Jesus said, he wants us to let our good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. So then I wrote, in my own life, I should not be ashamed of Jesus and the gospel. I want to make an effort to show others the love of Jesus. I also want to produce the fruit of the Spirit and shine my light so other others can come to Jesus. So then, for prayer, so that was an observation application. Now, I want to pray about that. So, this is a sample prayer that I wrote. Something that I would actually probably actually pray if I was doing this in my quiet time. So, I'd say... Dear God, I know we are called to be lights in this dark world. I admit that I hide my light on purpose, and I care more about what other people think about me than what you think about me sometimes. Sometimes I act like I'm ashamed of the gospel. Please help me be unashamed to become like Christ and show others your love. I want to live for you, so give me that strength and boldness to do so. Produce in me the fruits of the Spirit so people can see you through me so now for d for do it because we've read the scripture we've observed we've applied we've prayed about it but now as you close that bible and go off into your day this is what i put so now today as i go to school etc i'm thinking of a school year it could be just in your community as you go interact with people i want to go through my day differently I wrote down two goals that I want for today. Today I'm going to, one, really pay attention to who's around me and show kindness to other people. And two, I want to, it's it's just a small goal, but I want to say hello to the teachers and students when I walk into the room and help them know that they are seen and that they are loved. Because I feel, I'll talk about this later, but I feel like that's one of the ways you can show love to other people is just by saying hi. Because apparently kids at school don't really like saying hello to adults so yeah just to pay attention to people who are around me and then to just say hello and show kindness to people because fruits of the spirit take a while to produce but I'm going to try to show love and kindness to others around me so I know this method is pretty simple 
but I think it'd be very effective if you take it seriously because I know when I was explaining it, as I said, it's like, oh, just soaped, so simple. But I hope you see now through my example that you can actually get a lot from it, especially if you actually put it into your life and you actually go live it out. You can get a lot from the Bible, but if you just don't do anything about it and just read it and don't try to observe and don't try to apply you know, it might not do anything. So as I said before, you don't have to specifically write it down in a notebook, but I think it's very helpful to write notes, but just think about it at least. Just go through this process. Okay, so this is one way to read the Bible and then apply it to your life. But if you really just want to study a passage about what it's, just study what a passage is saying, then you can use a Bible commentary comment commentary um so bible commentaries have commentary on every verse i think in the bible so these books are thick gotta say that they're really big so commentaries are where bible scholars um people who are very knowledgeable at the bible share an explanation or explanation slash or an interpretation of that passage. So the one that my family has and that I often use, I think I've used that a few times for this podcast when I was talking about the Bible. I There are also commentaries online. So we use the Moody Bible Commentary, which is only $25 on Amazon. This, this is a really big book. So yeah, it's uh, the... Moody Bible Commentary. So the Moody Bible Institute, it was written by 30 Moody Bible Institute professors. So the Moody Bible Institute is um, an institute in Chicago. So they have the Moody Church and then they have a Bible Institute. So they made a commentary and this commentary is actually very helpful to get an accurate explanation and interpretation of the bible so if you guys just want to read the bible to understand what it says using a bible commentary is a very smart choice to know that you're getting the right interpretation and explanation from it there are bible commentaries on the internet so i know there's enduring word you can find them online for free too But yeah, I hope some of you guys will use the soaped method that I explained to you today and maybe even Bible commentary for when you need to really understand the Bible because I know this method really helps me when I read the Bible. So thanks for listening today. Stay tuned for next week because I am going to release a What I Learned at Camp episode because, as I said, when you're listening to this, I will be at camp. So the week after, I'm planning to, when I get back from camp, just record an episode, unplanned episode about what I learned. So I hope that you guys can learn something from that. So thanks for joining me for the Live and Living podcast. And make sure to do all those things that I always tell you at the end. Subscribe, share, and write a review in Apple Podcasts. And yeah, thanks for joining me and I'll talk to you soon.